0: Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to the Sunday Session with Mike Mead and Brandon Mulligan. How are you, folks? A <laughs> uh, couple couple weeks ago, we gave you the 90s episode, and uh, today we're going to be talking about the 2000s, I guess the aughts, whatever the name is.
1: Oh, boy. Have we settled well,
0: Have we settled on a name for, for those? It feels like the aughts is kind of the consensus.
1: Aught is spelled A-U-G-H-T, by the way, which... Right. Is already... It's not ideal. It's a lost cause. <laughs> yeah. 90s is such a cool sounding name. Right. And it's, you know, 90. It just sounds cool. And right. it's like a high number. It's a high number. Uh, ought is not even a number that I had heard about right. until we had to start naming this piece of shit. But <laughs> I, it, It's called the 2000s, right?
0: Yeah, although the 2000s could imply the entire millennium, right? It would, yeah.
1: So as opposed to the one thousands, right? Which were if you <laughs> yeah. thought if you thought those were bad, <laughs> you don't you don't
0: hear people talk about the one thousands too much. No, but, not uh, specifically. I guess we're, we're not on that time
1: scale yet. Okay, so we'll call we'll call them the aughts. But again, because '90s was cool er in every way almost. <laughs> they two thousands is derivative of the '90s. Like they took kind of the best parts of it. And mm-hmm. tried to play those up and to con- sort of continue that. Yeah. Um, and and that's okay, uh, but it makes it seem like sort of a a little bit of a lost decade, which uh, is a thesis that I I want to explore throughout yeah. the cast. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I think the 2000s did really well was music. Yeah. And well, there was a
0: lot of good like hip hop and pop music happening in the late. You know, mid to late 90s. And then I think that carried through to into the 2000s. Some good stuff.
1: So we, you know, we were ending high school, going into college for, you know, beginning of 2000s into the mid 2000s. So I graduated. Oh, two. You graduated. Oh, three. From high school. Yep. So we're a year off. Um, So. Music-wise, though, did you have like a high school hit where it was like this is the one that you can just put on and and it sort of you know gets everything going?
0: Um, Ludacris's rollout was yeah. pretty big in our group of friends. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, I'm trying to think of like what else. What else were they playing at like high school dances?
1: Uh, they, geez, here's the thing. I we would go to dances as middle school kids but i don't think right. anyone really went to the high school dances. oh really um, our high
0: school dances were still fun
1: yeah we uh but we would drive around in the car and smoke weed a lot mm-hmm. and uh and then we were listening to a lot of jurassic Five. Oh, yeah um sure. and then in high school uh get rich or die Trying dropped and mm-hmm. and so it was a lot of 50 yeah to the point where they were putting him on like tracks with like old Tupac and Biggie Smalls recordings.
0: I mean, well that album is really really good. Very uh, very good. I don't I don't feel like there are many weak spots if any.
1: Yeah, production's excellent yeah. and uh the rapping, you know, what I can discern of it <laughs> is very Yeah. It's very good.
0: Um there's some great M&M on that album. Um oh yeah which the m&m show which which came out i think in 2002 is my favorite album of all time full
1: stop wow yeah okay see that's that's interesting because uh i wouldn't even say that's his best album well most
0: people i think would say marshall mathers lp is his best album
1: that that is a hit parade it, it is a hit parade Highly cohesive um, in its uh, structure and how the songs sort of are reminiscent of one another, but not—they yeah. um, sound enough, you know, unique enough. Don't uh, get me wrong;
0: it is a masterpiece. The Marshall Mathers LP is a masterpiece. Oh, uh, um,
1: as a follow-up to an already great breakout, yeah, first album.
0: Um, but the M M show with the the like social relevancy of the lyrics, like um, they were all so. Um, like, clearly stated and, and poignant. And, like, Marshall Mathers, he, like, went out of his way to, to just piss everybody off. Like, that was by design, and it worked like a charm. Yep. And then, like, Eminem show, I feel like he was saying, here's why you guys are such fucking idiots for being pissed off about all this. Like, and he's just kind of tearing society a new one throughout. Like,
1: um, yeah, yeah every verse is so good. The ultimate, uh, you know... Irony there being that he was number one on like, you know, all the like the billboard charts and all mm-hmm. the sales charts because uh, and I remember going into like music stores that summer that it was out um, must have been like summer of two or something going in and just seeing that as like number one seller and for all to buy mm-hmm. and number one on TRL. And so that's officially crossing over into the mainstream. Well, uh, yeah. As much as you, as much as one can, um, who's especially trying to push the buttons and shit on the mainstream. Right.
0: Yeah, it's all a vehicle, but and I, I, th- I think I like the, um, the beats on Eminem show a little bit better.
1: Mm. Um, Till I collapse is one of his best songs, oh, and yeah. that's on there. Yeah. Uh, okay. So well, that that well, takes
0: us into college. What's do you oh, have yeah. a, a, a
1: college hit? College that hit. gets
0: the party started.
1: College hit would have been... Um, well, it was kind of nice freshman year, so we we show up uh, fall of 2003, and there was Hey Ya, mm-hmm. and there was I Believe in a Thing Called Love. So Ooh, the darkness. Yeah, Hey Ya, of course, by Andre 3000.
0: Hey Ya, uh, uh, I... Got sick of pretty quick and have kind of remained sick of ever, even ever since, I think.
1: But it was, it's fun, I guess. Okay, and then you go into the college bubble where you don't really have access to any songs that are sort of out there anymore. Like, I'm in art school, so I just officially, like, stop, I tune out to whatever, like, is on TV and... So right. just watching like family guy DVDs. Over well, there's over.
0: a, there is kind of a, a finite sort of library of culture that college kids sort of have access to, right? Like everyone's got sort of the same DVD collection and the posters on the wall.
1: And yeah, like when I had you to don't... go overseas, I can only bring a couple of DVDs and, uh, like space wise. And obviously Zoolander was, you know, one that you bring, um, That's a top comedy. Yeah, you, there were, this is sort of a 2000s reference as well, where you uh, would go overseas and you could, you had to try and play region two DVDs Uh and you could only change your Mac from Region 1 to Region 2 a certain amount of times, or Right. else it would be stuck there forever. <laughs> so you're like, okay, whatever you do, do not fucking switch it after this last one, or we will be stuck on Region 2. And there's no <laughs> going back, no fixing it. You know, with Mac, they just won't. Right, they'll, they'll like, make you buy a new computer. We warned you. So <laughs> I don't know what to say. That was, like, first semester. I go into the bubble. I come back for spring break. Yeah. And every commercial is, like, hysterical to me. And every, and the, my friends are like, dude, that's been on for, like, three months. Everyone hates that commercial now. <laughs> Shut up. And I'm, I'm, like, laughing my ass off at every ad. And I'm like, it's all new to me. <laughs> so, and then I get home to find that there's a song called Yeah by Usher. That was going to be my answer. And it's also accompanied by a song called Tipsy. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, let's go!" Yeah, good times ahead. Um, <laughs> All summer
0: long. Usher's "Yeah" is, uh, I would argue, one of the best songs of uh, of this century. Um, it's a it's timeless at weddings. We also started going to weddings in the two thousands. Um, mm.
1: Yeah, I can't say I attend too many weddings.
0: I mean, these would have been the you know the friends of who got married fairly early. Um, but uh, there's some there's like three songs that are all sort of the same song. It's like that um, uh, get buck in here, you know, that boop, 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 boop. and then That song's great. Yeah, and get low, which is you know, to the window to the wall. Everybody loves that. Yep. And um, the other one, what is the other one? Oh
1: Window to the Wall was huge. Oh yeah. It had a place called Hammer Jacks in Baltimore. If you're ever downtown Baltimore, okay. check it out.
0: And then uh, Apple Bottom Jeans. Yeah. And the boots with the fur. Like, those three songs, I feel like, are, like, essentially the same song, but they're all just great and, like, great wedding songs. Those
1: lit up the clubs. Oh, yeah. Bangers. Uh, Similar? The ludicrous
0: verse on Get Buckin' here is absolute fire.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we've got Ludacris appearing three times already in our (laughs) our
0: music references, I think I think, safe to say, he was a pretty important part of the 2000s, the
1: aughts. Oh, yeah. He was huge. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's similar to a run that happened a little later on in the two thousands when Akon came out. Ooh, yeah! And he had all those jams in mm-hmm. a row, and then uh, even one with like he had one with Snoop, and then one with Eminem. Yeah, and uh, those were great as well. Yeah, and at the same time, uh, T Pain, who who had done T-Pain, Apple Bottom Jeans, right. now had like a few other. <laughs> songs like I'm In Love with a Stripper and mm-hmm. Bartender and Yeah. Uh Lil John had switched over to right. Lil John had Shots. Ooh, yeah. Um and That sold a lot of liquid that go. song.
0: Yeah. Lil Wayne coming up at the end of the two thousands. Yeah, Lollipop. Going going mainstream for him. Yeah. hmm Good good music in the two thousands. Yeah.
1: And Kanye was releasing albums pretty regularly which were all College Dropout, one of my favorites. Yep. That's his his debut. Yeah. There's a couple lame tracks on there that don't hold up, but uh, the ones that work really are solid. Yeah. 2000s music is pretty much the best thing it brings to the table uh, (laughs) because we get out of fucking college and I'm, you know, I get a job right away and then I'm working. Uh, for you know a bit over a year, and in two thousand eight, boom, economy <laughs> hits the shitter, and and then I'm out of a job, and then mm. I start looking back, and I'm like, okay, wait, this isn't the first time something's gone wrong in this decade. Nine <laughs> eleven into Iraq, into Afghanistan, into Hurricane Katrina, and then the economy crashes. Yeah, so. In fucking seven years there are five giant catastrophes that pretty much define us growing up.
0: Well, us becoming adults more yeah. than more than growing up. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's kinda rough for the for the odds. It's brutal. It and might be defined by war and disaster.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's why it is a little bit of a, a forgotten decade right. because like nineties
0: was the economy was was going great. <laughs>
1: everything was fine. Yeah.
0: That's probably another reason why it's looked upon as fondly as it is.
1: Yeah, because uh things were things were up. Right. But when you blow all your money on wars, then yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. So yeah, that and that also is, you know, in 2008 Obama comes in, so there is Sure. That's it is it's it sort of yeah, it is sort of uh positive coming out of the decade. Mhm. Um although there had just been so much wrong <laughs> with those those first right. eight years. You carried over. I feel like you're more true blue nineties even than me. I, I did embrace two thousands tech and two thousands culture a little right. bit. I didn't have like a new cell phone for a long time. I stayed with like an old ass phone. Yeah. But I did uh, always upgrade my video game systems. So yeah, like,
0: you were definitely you're a gamer.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I like uh, I like Halo, and yeah. I like to stay up with that. So God, um, Halo
0: was fucking huge in
1: college. Yeah, so Halo comes out, um, I don't know, around like 2002, and start playing that in high school, and then you go to college, and then uh, there's these LAN parties. <laughs> Which I was pissed Dude, because... Wait, we just d- describe what that is. Well, we talked about LAN parties, uh, I think, a little on the 90s cast, and uh, and I was mad because it came up in trivia last week, mm. and I thought it was... At first, I wrote local access network, and then I, I was like, area? And it is area. It's a local area <laughs> network, okay. meaning you're going to set up one or more Xboxes, link them together, and then set up multiple TVs, and then you'll have a private uh, network that doesn't require you to be online, but you can all play the Xbox against each other right. at the same time. So, so big, big games. I- instead of before Xbox Live, I mean, right. we we would do these LAN parties, and because uh, it was the only way to guarantee you would be all in the same room and could like you know talk shit. Right. Uh, you you know however stayed with mario kart which there's no shame in that
0: no i, I mario kart 64 i think is the best video game of all time and that, uh, that,
1: that could well be i
0: think it was my junior year we we had it set up and me and three of my housemates um probably three four nights a week would go through and play every course in the game minus maybe two or three we'd we'd decide to cut but um and then you know add up the the scores to see who won like it's just amazing the consistency in, in which in which with we held to that. Like Yeah, pretty, that's you know, still more, the ultimate more days equalizer. Than yeah. um, and uh, So yeah, got to know that game pretty well. Shout out to Koopa Beach. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah, when we would uh, when we graduated from the LAN parties, there we would get out a laptop and hook it into the Xbox with an ethernet cord and then uh go on a website called xbox connect okay and you would click on like games like on a computer like game server kind of and somehow it would fucking just connect to your xbox and you would get online gaming that way Interesting. so it was like a way to hack around uh them not having live
0: doesn't even seem that hard
1: no uh but you it was kind of a pain in the ass to Get those games because yeah. you would have to hunt around for them, and but uh, you could be in, you could have like a headset mic uh, and be in like forums and you know chats with the uh-huh. people on the other teams and be yelling back and forth, <laughs> and we would play these characters. Me <laughs> and my buddy, because <laughs> uh, he, he's from South Carolina, so oh, that's he, he yeah, plays all these fucking characters. <laughs> <in>
0: there. <laughs> um, oh, another positive thing to come out of the. 2000s Ken Jennings Jeopardy champion Yep, I was the the same group of housemates we also every night would watch Jeopardy during you know and saw the entirety of his run and it was it was something to behold man 74 in a row I think wow that's and most of them were not even close most of them were like he was unbeatable by the time final Jeopardy even came around
1: yeah. So there, did they not even let people wager at that point? No, you still
0: wager, but he wagers like a very small amount, such that it can't
1: even lose. Right. Um, Unless so, he wants to go for the payday, and he happens to. Know
0: well, it. yeah, but he. Uh, I think he played it right. <laughs> you know, a few million dollars later.
1: And at what point? At one point, he went against IBM Watson. Yeah. And I think the computer won.
0: I think so. Although we should double check that. Is that even fair? Who on. knows? Um, the, the 2000s did, did come with some good tech, like the iPhone debuts in, that, in the aughts, mm-hmm. and uh, that's got to be one of the greatest products of all time, right?
1: Yeah, and everyone started having laptops and access to the internet in right. sort of a real way, which wasn't really true in the 90s. Right, ubiquitous
0: internet, and then social media comes out of that. I remember
1: um, still having to go to the library and look shit up, like at right. the end of the '90s. But then in the 2000s, you don't have to do that. Right. A uh, lot of plagiarism in college. <laughs> there was a lot of good TV in the 2000s. Yeah, that's when TV started to get real good. Um, now it's the golden age. Right. Uh, but before that, there was the silver age of TV when it was like not breaking bad level but well i guess you could even say it was it had the wire which yeah. is probably better
0: wire is you know kind of almost consensus best show of all time almost like I'm, a, I'm, among among a certain segment of the population i'm on
1: board with that uh let's say let's just put that at number 1 but i don't know if there was enough around it i mean i guess you had sopranos in right
0: there. Um, 24 <laughs>
1: i say first 2 seasons
0: yeah, I one, two, three, and four I think were all really good and after that it it dove pretty hard. Uh but that was an enjoyable experience, even you know, as silly as it was, but um, still really fun. Uh
1: first two seasons of Survivor were excellent appointment television. The
0: reality show.
1: Yep. Yeah, good call. Getting away from dramas a little bit.
0: Um Yeah, that was huge. Remember like this season one finale like i didn't watch the whole season Richard but i went Hatch. over i went over to someone's house to watch the finale like it was like a must-see event yeah
1: it was that was like that was view level yeah
0: and then i i watched season two
1: and really really liked it you watched two just because one was so great um and hold on but you were you were a lost fan oh and lost yeah Duh. oh my god
0: so like Definitely one of my Mount Rushmore shows. Even though hmm. like, it ended poorly, the ending was not that great. And really the entire final season, I would argue, it was a failure. So that is a <laughs> pretty huge bummer. But just, I still have to put it in there just because the joy that it gave my life for such a long period of time. It was so
1: good. What makes it such a good show?
0: Um, the character development. Which is uh, believable, and sort of the actions they take based on, you know, that,
1: based on their character.
0: And, um, and then, of course, the, the mystery. It was all...
1: What was it that there was, there was a smoke
0: monster? There was a smoke monster. Basically, just the island was fucking weird in a whole lot of different ways. Were they on um, Earth? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the plane that went down was um, Was uh, Sydney to, to Los Angeles, which is why a few years ago when that Malaysia Airline plane went down, it was on a similar route, it was, and the plane was lost. That is the plot of Lost. That happened in real life after Lost happened.
1: Do you think that Malaysia airliner is somewhere out there? Um, didn't, they, didn't they say they, they found some parts of that? Yeah, they found it, I guess. Yeah, but I don't know. They couldn't, I mean, didn't it seem like they went through some sort of dimension? Or was it just straight up that they were just... In Lost. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And maybe in real life, too. We can't, we don't not know that, you know, so...
1: What's up with the Bermuda Triangle? Is that just like...
0: No, I read that that's actually, like, the rate of planes going down there is no higher than average.
1: Total myth.
0: I think it's some sort of myth. Myth has been busted. Something like that.
1: Um, yeah, I can't say that I ever got down with Lost. I don't really care for the. Uh, outside of those, those first two twenty-four seasons, the dramas that are on the you know the big networks. Yeah. Uh, well, generally true. that's true. Yeah. Doesn't do it for me. Yeah. People were also super into a book called The Da Vinci Code. <laughs> yeah, I read that. I read. Did I? Angels and Demons
0: was the first one, yep. which I would argue is better. But yeah, Da Vinci Code was everywhere.
1: Like, everyone was reading this book. <laughs> yeah. It was on every plane. It was... And it was an interesting read. Oh, it was a page-turner. Uh, Dan Brown was an overnight celebrity. Yeah. Um, I mean, you never read Harry Potter, did you? No. Yeah, no. Me neither. Um, but similar with... Uh, With J.K. Rowling, we're just pretty much superstar overnight.
0: I don't like the uh, Tom Hanks choice for the movie.
1: He doesn't strike you as a Langdon. No, he doesn't. I mean, Langdon, I feel like, would be a little bit more young and spry. Right. I don't know, but he was a professor. Right. So, who knows? But you saw him more of an Indiana Jones type? Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... Hanks is just such a go-to. I mean, they've done right. two sequels. They made Angels and Demons and then did one called The Inferno uh, last summer or something. Oh, right. Um. Yeah, that was, that was a phenomenon. The 2000s could have been great <laughs> if Al Gore fucking wins that election in the year 2000. Well, we, well which he did. Okay, so he... <laughs> If if Florida doesn't completely railroad him, right. which there's a pretty good uh, HBO movie about it, loved it, called Recount, Recount, yeah, uh, with Kevin Spacey that does a good job. Explaining Their Palin it all. movie
0: too is really good. Game yeah, change.
1: Yep, they're both by Jay Roach. Looking
0: we, forward to the Trump one, whatever
1: that's going to be. Oh God, <laughs> they can get anyone. <laughs> they for could him. make about
0: a hundred different movies.
1: They have to wait for the ending. Right. For the step down. No. Nah. Um, but...
0: So you're saying if Gore assumes the yeah, presidency... Yeah, so if
1: Gore, if Gore gets in there, uh, it would be a continuation of what had worked in the 90s. Right. Which was Clinton-era economics. Right. Where everything was up. And we would have had a chance to save the fucking uh, climate because... Because right. Al Gore cares. Gore is huge into conservation. We had electric cars. Right. We and, did. And we ordered them all destroyed. We sort of have them now, though. But it's like they're determined to get all the money possible for that oil. Right. There's still X amount <laughs> of barrels of oil that they want their money for. Right. So, the powers that be, uh, the lobbies that be, yeah, uh, you know, destroyed those electric cars, and Gore would never have let that happen.
0: Right. Probably not. So... Uh, Could have put us on a, on a better track, I would say. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, Decade starts out with a disputed presidential election. Then about a year later, fucking towers come down.
1: Worst terror attack in American history.
0: Um, And then, yeah, that, that leads to Iraq, which is, you know, perhaps the defining thing of the decade or no 9 11 is the defining thing but in terms of yeah
1: yeah well Pretty, uh, but iraq saying the whole debacle of saying that they had weapons of mass destruction oops no we don't <laughs> right but, we but still now have we're to go in anyways here. oh god <laughs> and then he like declares victory right within three weeks after they ripped down a saddam statue yeah a little and, more complex yeah that didn't work um And then you go into a simultaneous secondary war in Afghanistan on a wild goose chase over there, (laughs) for Al Qaeda, the Taliban. We don't know. Right. So things got out of hand pretty quick.
0: That's true. And then, uh, and then the the financial crisis
1: and then Katrina hits in two (laughs) thousand five.
0: Fuck, man! Up and down decade.
1: Mostly down. Major American city underwater. Um. And reminiscent of what's happening now with Houston. Right. Uh, so, what can you say? Tough decade that definitely had some, uh, some excellent cultural uh, touchstones. Great music. Great TV.
0: Pretty good gadgets. iPod. That was,
1: that was a good one. iPod was great. Yeah. I remember getting uh, an iPod Mini. Yeah. That I still have. <laughs> Does it work? I have it. It, it works. Uh, I plug it in and I've got some real great playlists that you can't ever get off of there. We
0: should, go, we should, after we stop here, we should press shuffle all and see what song comes up and maybe you'll be embarrassed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is one thing uh, you, that used to be a faux pas. It's like <laughs> never let someone see what's on your iPod. Right.
0: Yeah, it's the same thing now with like your pictures. Like if you give someone your phone. Uh, to look at a picture, like if they start scrolling through, not that I have anything bad it's on like, yo, there, yo, but yo, it, yo, but yo. it's still just there's something uneasy about it. I don't like it. it seems uh, invasive.
1: Yeah, um, they're people are not supposed to do that. Right. But yeah, back then it was people have embarrassing songs. Yeah. Uh, and then they have to defend the songs. <laughs> there was also mix CDs. Sure. Which, I made some great ones. Yeah, which I was big into. Um, I even made uh, a pretty good living as a teenager um, doing DJ gigs.
0: Oh, nice. A little side hustle.
1: Yeah. Uh, and as a teenager, you know, and this is in early 2000s, I'm able to charge 50 bucks an hour wow. to work these parties because uh, – And I didn't get all that cash because we did have to rent this rig out from a guy. That's what made it look professional. Okay. But uh, it was two CD, you know, CD card uh, players or whatever that you could pause Mm -hmm. and a crossfader. And that's all it was, was just, like, I had a track listing for each one of the mixes, and a buddy would make the mixes for five bucks a pop.
0: Okay. Yeah. So,
1: uh, invest a little cash there. He downloads all the songs and just gives me the requested songs on a 82 minute CDR. Yeah, and uh, and so I take those and you know they're like classic hits that I had heard on some compilation uh, tapes that I had. Sure, sure. And you hear you pick them up throughout the years, oldies but goodies. Mm-hmm. Um, a few modern pop hits. Right. And yeah, just the ability to crossfade between those. That's the value proposition right there. Just not having it be a boombox right. where there's like a gap. Right. And, you know, also being choosing the music and having sure. it be customized yeah. there. Uh, but those mixed CDs changed everything.
0: Yeah. Well, good, good side hustle. Uh, make a few extra bucks. And then uh, we can we can end by saying, though the economy crashed and you lost a job, then you ended up here in San Francisco, and you know the Sunday session. Yeah, that's as a true.
1: That's true because uh, I didn't have a whole lot to hang around Boston for at that point, right. and uh, a year later move out here, and uh, and you know now you gotta love it because it's California you know we're out in San Francisco best day in the union right so uh, yep good good uh, silver lining there (laughs) meet happy Sunday everybody happy Sunday folks
0: hey folks thanks for listening you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sunday Session Podcast